Welcome to First Focus, a podcast here at First Presbyterian Church of Columbia, where we highlight various events and ministries around the church. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Adair, a pastoral intern of Biblical Counseling. On this week's show, we're going to be interviewing our assistant college directors, Nate Seske and Liz Cooper. They're going to be sharing with us an update about our college ministry and our students, as well as what they're expecting and looking forward to in the fall and how we can be praying for their ministry. If you have any questions about the show or any ministry at the church, don't hesitate to contact us. You can find all of our contact info on our website, which is firstprescolumbia.org, or you can email us at podcast at firstprescolumbia.org, or you can check us out on our app. Let's get to the conversation. Welcome back to First Focus. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Adair, and with me today I have our wonderful associate directors of the college ministry here at our church, Nate Seske and Liz Cooper. Why don't you guys say hello? Hey, Josh. Thanks for having us. Hey, Josh. Happy to be here. I'm so glad to have you, and it's actually really good to see you guys. It's been some time since many of us have been rejoining in the office, but it's good to actually see other people today. (laughs) It is. It's encouraging. It's one of the first times I've seen others at the office. Yeah. So, well, Nate and Liz are here today because they're here to actually share an update about our college ministry with our college students. And so they're going to share a little bit about what this time has been like for college students, as well as how we can be praying for them, and maybe even what it looks like this coming fall on campus. And so why don't we start off with this question? You know, it's been a while since we've heard from you guys in our college ministry. How have students been doing with this whole coronavirus pandemic and summer of all sorts of crazy things? What's been on the radar in your guys' world? How have students been? Well, I think as it's been for many other people, it's been a pretty challenging season, especially going into the summer. There were a lot of students who lost internship opportunities, had really hard times finding summer jobs that they would usually do to make money. So in the same way that many adults and families might be feeling job stress or or financial stress, some of the students are even feeling that as well. Mm. They've been out of town for the most part. Most of them went home shortly after they announced that the campus would be closing. And those who were freshmen living on campus certainly had to go home. So it's been been a challenging season. I, I think many people have felt that. And I also think, though, that that does make them more excited to be able to return to campus in just a few weeks and sure. and see their community at school and even here at church in the college ministry, even if it will be to a somewhat limited capacity. Sure. What about you, Liz? What have you seen with our students? I mean, I would definitely agree with what Nate said. I think it's been challenging, isolating. I think it's been a season full of disappointments on different levels, especially hard for seniors having their last year of college cut short. Mm and freshmen in a similar sense, thinking that they would come back from spring break to their dorms and then that just never really happening. So I think it's been it's been hard, I think, for students and they've been home, many of them with their families, which is a big adjustment back after being at school and then going back home with families and doing school online. And I mean, many, many things just being all on Zoom and over the phone. I think that was challenging as well. Yeah, it sounds like it would it would have been a really unique opportunity, but also very, very strange, as it has been for so many of us, for sure. But speaking of Zoom and other things from this summer, what are some things that you guys have been doing to connect with students this summer and how they've been involved in our college ministry, even when they're not here? We've taken a similar approach to a lot of other churches, our our church at large and other ministry segments of our church and, and moving online and doing a lot of things through Zoom. We were lucky to have success with Zoom prayer meetings, Zoom Bible studies, Zoom small group hangouts, We've done Zoom game nights and have recently transitioned the last few weeks of the summer to students sharing their testimonies for an opportunity to still build community between uh, students in our ministry, even though they're states apart. 
And it's been to me encouraging, if I could use that term, even in the midst of this season, because we still have found ways to do ministry. It's certainly not the same. It's certainly not to the extent that we wish it could be. But the Lord's been gracious to shepherd us through, as a ministry, I think, this challenging season. Mm. Wonderful. Well, Liz, last time you were on our show was last fall around this time, towards the start of school, to give an update on our Wales mission trip. But that was actually canceled this summer. Mm-hmm. Could you share a little bit about how students took that as well, and, and maybe how you saw the Lord use even that opportunity not or not being something that we were able to do in the lives of our students? Yeah. So we canceled the trip back in, I think, maybe March or April. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was back then. Yeah. And it was really disappointing. I think at the time, I mean, we had no idea what was really going to happen. It was still really early on and everything with coronavirus and we weren't sure. I think it felt to some people like maybe it was a premature call. And I think now we can see that there would have been no possibility of us really going. And so it was the right call. Yeah. And I think many of our students understood that, but it just was disappointing. Mm -hmm. And I think it was disappointing for us. We've talked before on this podcast about how we have really gotten to build a cool relationship with the churches in Wales Mm. and getting to go every year has been a part of that. So I think there was some worry about it harming that relationship in some sense. And I I don't think that it has. That's good. I think we would love to be able to go back next year. I think the relationship that we still have the Goodmans and with the Johnsons and with the people there is a great relationship. But yes, definitely disappointing. I think in having some conversations with some of the students, I think a cool thing that's come out of it is that a couple of them have maybe realized that they were banking on that trip to kind of be a boost for them spiritually. And um, mm. so not being able to go on that trip in that regard was a bummer, but was maybe revealing to them of the fact that they don't need to be dependent on a trip like that to grow in their walk with the Lord or grow closer with Him. Yeah. And so getting to have some conversations like that has been cool. Yeah. But overall, I know I've said this many times, but disappointing. I wish mm. we could have been there. I think we actually would have gotten back maybe yesterday. Yeah. So this past week has been a little weird thinking about the fact that we would be there and aren't. Yeah. But it's still cool. I mean, one of the best parts of the partnership, I think, that we have with the churches there is knowing that they pray for us and that we can pray for them. And we're not hindered from that at all. So coronavirus has had no effect on our ability to pray for them. And we trust that they're still praying for us. And we still have that connection with them, which is really sweet. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Well, you know, I mean, today is July the 28th. School starts in less than, what, one month? Mm-hmm. Middle of August. Yeah, and we're going to actually release this episode closer to the start of the semester. And so as you guys, I know that there's some plans beginning to formulate. Uh, you know, we're welcoming our new intern for the college ministry, Josh Fleming, which you guys get to work with next week. <laughs> but there's already some planning you guys have been doing for this semester and turning your attention towards the fall. When does it officially start again? It's the 19th. The 19th, yeah. It's, it's that Thursday. Whichever Thursday is closest to that. That Thursday. That's awesome. Well, as you guys turn your attention to the fall in the context of everything that we've been through uh, as a society this summer and spring, you know, what are some thoughts that you guys have about how ministry might look different? Or maybe even what are you hearing from campus about what it will look like for students? Well, I think what we've been hearing from the campus is going to introduce new circumstances for us, for sure, with dining halls being more closed off than usual, with access to campus being more limited, with things like the organization fairs and First Night Carolina. Mm. Big events early in the semester are all going to be looking different. I think initial outreach will be more challenging this year, Mm. and I think freshman outreach will certainly be more challenging this year. 
But in the midst of that, we're looking at ways to revamp our small group structure, thinking about ways to get students involved there. And that would allow us to continue ministering in ways that still encourage the CDC guidelines, the social distancing, the, sure. the group gathering sizes. And then we're also needing to approach the, the fall with a measure of flexibility and willingness to adapt as new updates come, as things get better, as things change, we will do that as well. And in some sense, that means we are planning our steps, but trusting the Lord that his purposes will be the ones that stand. Hmm. Wonderful. Now, it's also hitting me too that you guys are both pretty young in terms of your experience in ministry. And Liz, you've been at our church for just over a year. Mm-hmm. You sat in on the orientation with our new interns last year in July, and I'd just be interested to see. I know that neither of you have thought about ministry going this way, but I'd be interested to know, as you guys have been learning ministry in our church setting, in our congregation, and with the unexpected circumstances, what might be some things the Lord has taught you these last few months of quarantine and the incredibly tumultuous summer we've had as a society? I know for myself— the last few weeks in particular have been really challenging me with a lot of different things regarding my prayer life, the way that I I come to the Lord in prayer. But most particularly, I think the passage from James comes in to mind. Uh, I think it's James 4 that says, there are you who say, tomorrow let us go to the next town and mm. we will stay there for a year, we will make a gain and we will make profit, et cetera, et cetera. And the response is, uh, you are boasting in your arrogance, for you do not say, if the Lord wills. And it's really hit me in a way that I don't think I've seen before, that I really, really like to make plans and really like Mm. to know what's coming in the next season of life. Mm. And uh, there's been a certain measure of anxiety and a certain measure of the Lord stripping that idol from me over the last, you know, coronavirus season, where I can make plans, but truly it's if the Lord wills. And... Where is my heart in the midst of that uh, to follow where he's leading and not fight against him because it's not going exactly how I would have preferred? Mm. Thank you for sharing that, Nate. I can imagine that that's been hard, but I'm thankful for your obedience here Mm. and your faithfulness here to his call for this season on your life. What about you, Liz? It's a good question. Mm. I definitely don't think that we saw ministry going in this direction or saw this coming. I think the Lord has been really revealing to me, honestly, over the last few years, being a Young Life leader in college before even coming on staff here, how prone I am to just to depend on my own strengths and to depend on myself Mm. in ministry. And I think that I've really seen that in this season, and especially in the ways that I've been so frustrated by feeling limited in the things that I'm able to do in ministry. And so it's been a good lesson and having to really trust him. And we've talked oftentimes as a staff about in the Psalms when it says that unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Mm-hmm. And I think in, in many ways, this season has been a good, a good lesson in that, that we're not, we're not building the house without the Lord, that he's the one that does the work and that he uses us, but that we're not doing it on our own strength. And so I think he's been teaching me a lot about that. And I've really had to step back and ask myself if I trust that he is the one that's doing the work, um, mm. that his work and his word are not limited, that his plans are not thwarted even when mine are. So I think, yeah, he's just been continuing to reveal to me the ways that I depend on myself instead of him. Um, and I think has been hopefully growing me independence on him and less dependence on myself. Mm. 
which are not always easy lessons to learn. No, no. If you find a way to make it easy, please let me know. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm thankful for your wisdom and also your faithfulness to respond to the Lord's call in this season. I think that's a, a wise word for us and for our congregation as we're, we're thinking about what does this fall hold, you know? But yeah, so as we continue to think about the fall, and you guys are in our college ministry, you know, what would be maybe one or two ways you might encourage our, our listeners to be praying for our incoming students? I mean, Nate, you even mentioned something about the freshman class. I've heard that maybe some freshmen may not even be electing to come this, this season because of the coronavirus, and it's just there's a lot of unknowns, it sounds like. And I would be interested to hear from both of you what is maybe one way that you think our congregation can lift up this very strategic ministry uh, in our congregation to the generations? Yeah, I think coming into this new season, praying for uh, creative ways to do outreach Mm -hmm. would be top of the list, particularly with freshmen who are coming into a new environment who are going to need support, probably unlike any freshman class we've seen in recent years. Mm -hmm. So trying to find ways to find them, because that will be harder this year with, with the limitations that we have. For yeah, sure. I heard I heard that uh, for incoming freshmen who some may not even elect to come, even though they've mm-hmm. been accepted. One of the reasons for that is that it's it's not necessarily an environment unlike returning students. That's a safe environment for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, it's still uncharted territory. Their families are not sure. Many of them are leaving home again for the first time. Exactly. So what an incredible opportunity you have to extend the hospitality mm-hmm. and care of our Lord to these these students who do come. It's that's incredible. So, mm-hmm. what about you, Liz? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think definitely creativity and I would say endurance for us as a staff in a season of ministry that feels particularly tough and endurance for our students. Mm. And many of them are having to adapt to mostly online schedules, even though they're coming back. And I think just a lot of hard work ahead of us on both fronts for us and for our students. Mm. So endurance and energy and perseverance. Our hope is in the name of the Lord, uh, Mm. who who Mm -hmm. does build the house, as you said, Liz, so... Well, wonderful. Well, I invite you, our listeners, to be praying for these guys and for our college ministry staff. This is an incredible time that brings so much uh, unique challenge, but also so much unique opportunity to see the Lord work in students' lives. So thank you guys for being here today. Is there anything else you wanted to share with our listeners? No, thanks for having us, Josh. Yeah, thanks for having us. We appreciate prayers for sure. Yeah, it's always a joy to have you guys. I'm thankful for you. You've been listening to First Focus. On behalf of Nate, Liz, and all of the staff here at First Press Columbia, I'm Josh Shadir. Thanks for joining us. If you would like to stay connected with our show and be made aware of new episodes as they are released, download our app. All you have to do is search for the First Presbyterian Church, Columbia, South Carolina, in the app store of your choice. If you have any comments or questions about our show or an idea for an episode, don't hesitate to contact us. We hope that you'll join us again next time, and until then, God bless.